the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. Speaking of winning combinations... I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show, combined today for this show with none other than Rich the Jekyll Hart. Oh, I mean, my God. I mean, the Jekyll Jekyll. Jekyll Jackal. What's your name again? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Christopher, your heart's desire. Oh, that, that blundered all over that, didn't I? <laughs> all right. Uh, Rich Jekyll is here. Of course, he's a volunteer with SCORE, which is a great organization, and it's there for you if you're an entrepreneur. No matter how long you've been in business or even if you're just wanting to get in business. Right. That's, that's actually the best time to hook up with score before, you know, you really before dive you make in. make the mistakes. Better to learn how to swim before you jump in the deep end, even though you might you might survive. A lot of businesses don't. They sink. So yeah. uh, score is a great organization to help you get your, your ducks in a row, so to speak. Right, Rich? That's exactly right. 14,000 of us across the U.S. So volunteers that do mentoring. And at uh, about 400 locations across the U.S. It's a great organization, mainly because their mentoring is absolutely free. The big F <laughs> word, man. You better not stop so much, using that. Yeah, not so much that it's free, but really that uh, you get such great experience and advice from these folks who've been down that road before. Yeah, typically you'll get somebody that is in your industry. Right. Has made the errors and have... Uh, have still made it through the business. Exactly. And that's, uh, you know, one of the great advantages of SCORE is it's it's there for the asking. And they also have a lot of great seminars going on all the time. Yeah. And uh, they're, they rotate through. They're not, you know, the same ones from one month to the next. They do have an introductory seminar, which that's is... That's right. That's uh, pretty consistent. A couple of times a month. Yeah. And it is free. And you can go to... The website, which is scoreorlando.org, to find out when those seminars are, what the topics are. And, of course, they always meet at the National Entrepreneur Center, which is located in the Fashion Square Mall. Oh, really? Between yeah. where and where? Well, well it was Sears and Penny, <laughs> what still is J.C. Penny's. The now vacant Sears. Uh, that's right. And uh, literally, you can go down there and walk in, just sort of introduce yourself, take a look around. The Entrepreneur Center has a lot to offer, not just score, but there's yeah, a dozen. 12 other service providers, All including right. SBDCs. And Hispanic Business Initiative Fund and Axion Lending Institution. Import-export guys import, over there, Import-export, right. Trade, international trade services. And, you know, just last week we were talking with, uh, oh, uh, I forget his name. I've got it right here somewhere. But anyway. He Barry was, Hecht. Barry, yeah, that's right. And uh, Social media man. Ah, I'm, I'm getting my weeks all mixed up because I was, was thinking the week the, before the week before with the SBA felon. Right, we were talking about right, uh, right, right. how uh, 
uh, markets around the world covet our products here. Yep. So anyway, all that's the, the, there for your asking. It's at the National Entrepreneur Center. And these seminars, the most of them have a minimal charge, but that just covers the material you'll be the taking handouts. home with you. Exactly. Yep. And the knowledge is going to be priceless. And I guarantee you, you won't get it in a classroom somewhere, that, uh, you know, in a university or school, because this is real world experience that they teach. And But they also have some events that are absolutely free. And they now have a couple of times a month again, twice a month. Right. The Breakfast with a Leader series. Breakfast with a Leader. This week it is Strategic Planning with Harry Hecht. Harry Hecht. Yeah. Strategic Planning. So that's uh, something that uh, our guest will tell you that uh, a lot of people don't do. Most people don't do. Yeah. But uh, everybody probably, most likely, no, let's put it this way. Everybody definitely should do. All right. Um, and speaking of our guest today, yeah, uh, he is a fellow who is going to tell us about his venture and something called the Million Cups. And his name is Rupert Magnot. Did I get that right? Yeah, that's great. Thanks. All right. Uh, good to see you here today, Rupert. Thanks for coming in. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. All right. And real quickly, the, those Breakfast with the Leaders, all of the classes and seminars meet at the National Entrepreneur Center. They've right. got some great classrooms over there. And you got to sign up because at, you'll be left at the door. That's right, at scoreorlando.org. So uh, Rupert Magnot, uh, Burnout Game Ventures is uh, the name of your venture. But before we get to all that, uh, first of all, tell us a little about yourself. Are you from this area? I grew up in the Detroit area and came down here 30 years ago to get my MBA at Rollins and basically never looked back. Is that right? Yeah. Um, huh. Were you or any of your family in the audio, auto industry up there? That's why he's burnout. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, we, uh, uh, well, my, my stepdad was. Was he? Yeah. yeah. He, was, right. he was a supplier. Mm -hmm. So 30 years ago, you came down here, Rollins, MBA, and then did you go to work for someone, or did you venture right out on your own? Well, I was working full-time while I was going to school full-time, which was a load of fun. Oh, and, uh, cuts down on the social life. Kind yeah, of yeah, and uh, did a few different jobs for like Lockheed Martin and for Oxford Management and so forth, and then I uh, patented my own idea for a consumer electronics item and raised the money and you know did the planning and raised the money and was ready to rock and roll with it and then had the rug pulled out under from under me uh by an investor it was september of 1992 i don't know if you remember what was going on back then but that was the biggest recession we'd had since world war ii so yeah, right um so yeah that was that was an interesting period and then from there uh went into consulting because i was all my friends were like well you know we know you failed but it wasn't really a failure because look at what you did right. and then can you do that for us and well, so I started did, a company doing that. How did uh, you said you you came up with the idea for an electronic device? Yeah. How did a guy with an MBA, which is a master in business, right? Yeah, with a poli sci minor or a major. Uh, okay. Yeah. Political science. Here we go again, <laughs> Doctor Jekyll. Uh, and how did you get uh, from there to inventing a device? Uh, it's just an it's just an idea that you get. And I've had many over the years. I've never gotten and, that uh, idea. Have you? And well, this this was a, this was a holder for remote controls. Okay. So you take your oh. two your TV and your VCR remote control. Back then we had VCRs, right. and you pop it into the thing and you snap it shut, and then okay. you can it holds them. And then if you lose it, you clap your hands and it beeps so you can find it. Oh, oh my god! Right. Clap and, on, clap it was, off. It was, right? it was called video snap. Video snap. Yeah, All and right. uh, we did a. 
we did a test here in Orlando with a with one of those. I had an infomercial shot and everything, and and the whole the whole thing. I had five thousand units made, designed all the the printed circuit boards and the plastic injection molding and uh, all the marketing materials and the fulfillment you did and this. everything. Yeah, and did all that stuff and had five thousand of these things made, and we did a test and. The guy said, "Oh, you know, if if you do five, if you sell five hundred, then we'll be interested." So we sold fifteen hundred and three, and they were just like they're falling all over themselves. And then they said, "Well, we need we need you know forty thousand dollars to to do the first media buy, and then we'll we'll do we'll give you a quarter million a month uh, in media buy." And I've talked to several people since then. Uh, that's some people said, "Yeah, that's a great deal." Other people said, "Well, it's a scam or whatever." But um, at the time, it was legit because they were, I knew people that they had done work for before and made them very yeah. successful, so I knew, I knew it was legit. And uh, yeah, how that's could when, you, how could you keep up with that volume? That's that's when the investor said, "I don't have the money." <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. It, it's too bad because it does sound like a great idea. Yeah. It probably still works. What happened I mean, to it? Yeah, uh, it's it it died. I mean, I was two years without income and uh, living in a four hundred dollar a month apartment, and uh, I had I was like a quarter million in debt, and uh, you know I, I had to I had to start paying bills. So oh, how did you how did you claw your way out? Well, a friend of mine had a um, what should we call it a uh, a valet business, and working at various clubs around town, so. I just parked know, cars. I just parked cars or stood in bathrooms or whatever. And and uh, the thing is, is I'm seeing these guys coming into the clubs and they're blowing thousands and thousands of dollars every night. And I have clients that are entrepreneurs and they have valid businesses and teams and you know and with me plans. And they were looking for capital, so I put the two and two together. Ah. And uh, within three years, I was debt free, including my new house. So I was. I, I, I kind of, and then I continued with that, uh, doing mark, doing business plan development and capital acquisition and strategic planning and pro- a lot of product development. I worked on some of the craziest products that you can imagine, <laughs> you know, technologies that are even now starting to get out there, like evacuated tube transport, and augmented rail guns, and he doesn't understand room, what room evacuated temperature superconductors, all kinds of really cool stuff, and uh, and then I got into simulation. Because this is the world center for simulation. That's the, it is. Yeah, by far. Because by far. of the uh, research park out there at UCF. Yeah, they do. They do four point three billion in economic development here in Central Florida. Whoa. More than far more than anywhere else in the world. Well, now hold on a second. When you say simulation, what what pops into my mind is a pilot simulator. Yeah, a pilot in a flight simulator or some maybe somebody in a, a driving simulator. That's the general consensus, yeah. All right, but you're saying there's a lot more to it than that. Much more to it. Yeah, there's medical simulation. The Lake Nona the, the, has a big uh, medical simulation program going on out there. And What does uh, it do? Uh, they basically teach people uh, train people to do surgery to uh Administer medicines. I I'm not that familiar with without the having stuff. to use a real cadaver. They they use right. simulation, right? Uh-huh. And uh, uh, but on the military side, of course, it's not just flying, but there's gunnery simulators and yeah. right. and uh, vehicle simulators of all kinds and and um, simulations that put the the warfighter in the field, so to speak, into an immersive environment, so uh, they can uh, mobile organization and urban. Uh, systems and go in there and 
uh, work with teams and, and not shoot each other right, and, and, right. and practice their missions and mission rehearsal and things like that. Yeah. So it's all kinds of, all kinds like of a big stuff, video yeah. game to me. You know, yeah, well, I, yeah. I, I have to giggle because when I was going to UCF, now this would have been back in like 1980, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this must have been in the, the very earliest stages because uh, in the school newspaper, I saw that they were looking for guinea pigs basically for a <laughs> simulator program. That's that what was happened being to you. Conducted on <laughs> campus, right? Uh-huh. And I went there, and basically it was a fairly sophisticated game, but basically it was a joystick, and my task was to land on an aircraft carrier. Uh-huh. All right. And uh, I could tell uh, well, after the first uh, couple of sessions, you know, I'd crash just about every time, right? Uh-huh. And uh, finally, like, they ask you ahead of time, do you ever play, you know, video games? Right, Which right. back then was mostly Pac-Man probably, right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. And so I, I looked over uh, after the, you know, crashing about the 30th time and I asked the, 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 the girl, the monitor, uh, you know, how, you know, how was there any hope for me? And she said, I can't say what she said, but the look in her eyes was, you're awful. Right? <laughs> but by the next session, I, I kind of got the idea. Of mm-hmm. how to work the joystick and everything. They invited then, you back for another then, session. Oh yeah, yeah. It was. It ran about six sessions, and uh, by the end, I was pretty proficient at landing on the aircraft carrier. I've, you had to, I've you actually had, to had fly hel- and, and and use the throttle at the same I've time. I've actually had helicopter instructors tell me that uh, they they could uh, they'd be happy to have me as a side seat uh, anytime. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Well, hold on, because this is a real interesting conversation. But we have to take a break right now. You are listening to what's the score? with Rich Jekyll and Christopher Hart. And today's guest is Rupert Magnot of Burnout Game Ventures. We'll talk more about it in a few minutes. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. That's right, I'm here today with Rich Jekyll, Christopher Hart here. And our guest is Rupert Magnot of Burnout Game Ventures. His website is burnoutgameventures.com. You have to spell all that out, burnoutgameventures.com. That's a very interesting name for a business, so we're going to get to that here in just a few minutes. Yeah, it took you three outtakes to finally get it right here. (laughs) You're not supposed to say that. And uh, uh, what we were talking about as we went into the break is the the simulations uh, industry here. And Mm -hmm. you say it's the largest in the world? Did I hear you say that? Well, it's the center, yeah. The center, yeah. And I guess people from all over the world here come then to take advantage of it. Well, we have to the two biggest simulation conferences on Earth are IAPA, the International Association of Amusement Parks and Attractions, which is at the Orange County Convention Center, and they just moved their headquarters here. And two weeks later is the ITSIC, the Inter-Service and uh, Industry uh, Education and Technology Conference for uh, Military. So those two... That, Can I we mean, even get into that one? Uh, can't really get into either one of them I unless you're in the industry. So. But yeah, really. Uh, uh, when, when are they? Just for curiosity's sake. Well, uh, IAPA is before Thanksgiving, and ITSIC is after. Just right Usually after. the first week, uh, first week of I December. Uh, mm-hmm. I see. Okay. And so all the latest in the simulation technology and industry is on display at these Ye- things. Yeah, yeah. On the entertainment side, it's IAPA, and then on the uh, okay on the military, military side, it's ITSIC. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. And I take it you attend these. You get the invite. I've, yeah, I've attended. I've exhibited at both. It, yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun, yeah. Okay. All right. And the community, in in terms of the political and uh, business community, they're aware of the simulation impact on our economy, and they're doing everything they can to keep it here. Do you see it uh, being permanent? 
or at least for the foreseeable future? Well, they've been here for about 40 years. and 40? Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, uh, everybody is optimistic uh, with the new administration because in talking about beefing up defense and all that and, and increasing uh, training budgets and so forth. So, yeah. uh, And all, all these new systems need training in order for people to use them correctly. So uh, that uh, bodes well, plus all the space activity that's going on. Uh, on the Space Coast and so forth. So. Very good jobs, in other words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. really good stuff. Forty yeah. years ago, we only had uh, Pac-Man and Frogger, didn't yeah, we? But, but you had Link. <laughs> oh, you had Link? Yeah, you had Link Simulation, and you had uh, companies like that. And, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so you you had this device that you, you, you know, pocket holder, if you will, for remotes. and yeah. And so that kind of died on the vine. Died on the vine, but then you, you know, picked Lord, yourself Lord, up and moved on. Well, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Yeah. If you help yourself, that's right. And you went out and you you did anything you could to earn earn money. In essence, yep. you know, yep. you did. I'd be frank, frank with you. Uh, some jobs that a lot of people wouldn't do. Well, you have to. And but yeah. you went out there, and but it puts you in a position of great opportunity. Well, as an entrepreneur, that's you have to be an opportunist, and and the key of being an opportunist is to see opportunities where others don't. Right. And then just take the initiative and go after them. Right. And so you became a, a, a what would you have you called yourself at that time, a, a, a contact liaison. Liaison. You were matching up investors two with, people with ideas, right? Yeah, I had a, well, I had a company. Matchmaker. <laughs> yeah, well, I had a, my company was called Virtual Entrepreneur, and in fact, I'm, I'm, I'm re- resuscitating that company now. And uh, uh, so I was basically making most of my money writing business plans for people and seeking and helping them find capital, okay, as well as uh, helping them with their product development. So everywhere, everybody from mom and pop, you frame it shops up to Lockheed Martin and Kirchman and, and other companies I, I worked with and NASA and so forth. So uh, basically helping them with their product development. How did you hmm. get the, the contracts with NASA and the government? Uh, word of mouth. Everything was pretty much word of mouth. You still had to bid, didn't you? Uh, well, some of them I had to. Others I had, uh, like one guy, for example, was a friend of mine. And he had he had uh, prostate cancer, and he was going to go into chemotherapy for five months. And his boss is pulling his hair out, going, well, "Who's going to be able to do the, you know, yeah, do our flight simulation, you know, flight surface testing, or whatever?" Yeah. And then it's like, "Oh, I know this guy. I see." And so they just bring me in, and I've already okay. got security clearance and. You know. Awesome! Yeah. Yeah. From awesome! Me. All right. Um, well, go ahead. You know, we this is all very interesting. But the reason you were brought in today, because we're involved with it, is the million cups. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I wanted to get to that because how did you get from that to yeah. where you are today? Well, um, I started my first company when I was twenty, and my mother never forgave me. And uh, <laughs> What was that ask? <laughs> or maybe we shouldn't ask. Maybe Mama wouldn't want us to ask. It was actually political consulting, um, which I sold three years later. Um, political consulting. You were able to sell a political consulting yeah, business? Yeah. Uh, now, you really are an entrepreneur, brother. <laughs> oh, by the way, we are, speaking, we are speaking with Rupert Megnot, and his website is burnoutgameventures.com. Uh, but go ahead, Rupert. So, um, uh, in any case, the... I have a soft spot for entrepreneurship, and I'm a hardcore entrepreneur. I believe that entrepreneurship is truly an individual who runs and operates an enterprise based on two things. One's risk, and the other one's initiative. Right. And if you're not willing to risk everything in, in, in your life, except for perhaps your relationship with you-know-who, 
then don't start a business. Uh, and if you've got to take the initiative and take an initiative means working 80 hour weeks nonstop for years if you yeah. have to, because like if you go to my Facebook page, you'll see it says, you know, entrepreneurship is, you know, working the way nobody else will for a short time so that you can live the rest of your life that, that nobody else can. And um, that's cool. Uh, so what, so uh, what attracted? Did you say Facebook page? Yeah, that's my personal Facebook page. Rupert but, Ma- uh, Magnot. Magnot. Yeah. Okay. By the way, you spell Magnot M E G H N O T M E G H N O T. Yeah, it's like kind of like Rupert Murdoch, but I'm better looking. Yeah. Uh, yeah so oh, okay. rather. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow! So, so in any case, it's good thing um, it's radio. Uh, so I've been I've been involved in the, in the entrepreneurship you, community. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been involved in the entrepreneurship community and the high tech community here for since I got here, basically. And um, some thirty years ago, you said. Yeah, I was running a group called the Florida Venture uh, Group. Uh, back then, we were doing monthly luncheons where we'd have I'd bring in a uh, somebody to pitch, speaker a speaker who would come and present his company, and while we eat lunch and everything, and get okay. and, and we did that back then. And plus, I was running the Central Florida Council for High Technology, and we published actually directories of high tech companies. And I, in fact, I had I had the one, other one, the 1995 one, in my hand, and there were 3,048 tech companies in that book wow. in, in the five county area. Yeah, no idea. And uh, so, in any case, the so one minute I was attending one million cups here, and well, first explain what one million cups. Yeah. Is. One million cups is is an organization that's uh, run by Kaufman Labs or the Kaufman Foundation, which is one of the biggest philanthropic organizations in the yeah. in the world, and they also provide uh, capital, if I'm not mistaken, to many venture capital firms in the country. Yeah. And so it's an education program where entrepreneurs are given a platform in which they can do. We have every week, every single week on Wednesday morning at the, the Rollins College uh, Center for Advanced Entrepreneurship, we meet and we have two. They give a six-minute presentation. I like to call it our guppy tank because, with, you know, they come in there and, and, and our audience, I, I try to make sure that our audience is an equal mix of other entrepreneurs, seasoned entrepreneurs, uh, investors, as well as service and professionals. Yeah, we're there and, all the time, right. every week. And so we, we basically, uh, they educate us for six minutes on their business, and then we educate them. On what? For 20 can, minutes in Q&A. On yeah. what their business potential is? Right. And, or, you know. Or, or lack of. Who we know that might help you, ideas right. to help you fix things that we see mm-hmm. or problems or whatever. But it's it's basically um, like a like a hands on mentorship type of a thing, yeah. And you say this is every Wednesday morning at Rollins College on the campus in Winter Park. Yep, you know the uh, you go to our Facebook page, uh, One Million Cups Orlando, and uh, we have a map and we have free parking. And Do you we spell out one. Uh, no, it's just the one. The okay, letter the one. number one. Mm-hmm, the million one. cups. Dot com. You said. Uh, uh, one million cups Orlando. Mm-hmm. One million cups Orlando on Facebook. On Facebook, you look it up. We got the map. It's, we got free parking in the SunTrust Garage, and then we have sponsors. It's so good uh, coffee, which yeah, is yeah. I, I can't think of a better we name for them because that, right? it, it is amazing coffee. And and then we have a, a young lady, a young entrepreneur, fourteen years old. Uh, she start her name's Emily, and she started a company called Emily's Kitchenasium. She's also Miss Orlando, by the way, but she teaches classes on baking and cooking to kids How and about that? and she gives 
Tremendous. Miss Orlando has got me. She's a guest <laughs> for the future, and, uh, and she's and she's a real inspiration to to even me and and to a lot of other people. So we we're really glad. To, and she provides us with breakfast pastries every Wednesday morning <laughs> for, awesome. the, for the for the attendees. And, awesome. And it's some and she blows us away every what single is, time. What is the name of her business again? Emily's Kitchenasium. Kitchenasium. Yeah. I, yeah. I like like gymnasium. Cool. Yes, I like they're that. down. At, they're down in Kissimmee, and then uh, other sponsors and. and include uh, TWI uh, services they did printing for us and we have um, um, and of course burnout game ventures which basically allows me to, to be there okay yeah. what is burnout game ventures well, well uh, hold on a second at, at Rollins College and can anybody go there for yeah this? it's free it's it's yeah okay so and it's a, very very interesting because you see these entrepreneurs pitching their wares so to speak or their service mm-hmm out there and they go to one million cups.com slash orlando and they apply to present yeah. and then i actually help them i'm i'm, I'm screening mentor, i'm mentoring people on developing presentations okay i yeah. provide them a rubric and all that and then i review their presentation nice. all right and uh so they just walk in their stone cold yeah well what what we're trying to do is we're, we're we believe that or rightfully so orlando is one of the top entrepreneurial communities in the country right and so i think one million cups should evidence that so the best way to, to get 100-plus people every week is to make sure that we have the best presentations. I see. And so I help these people understand what a good presentation is and, and how to give one. So, also the best coffee and the best pastry, that's pastries, it. right? That's it. Yeah. It's all be prepared. So 100-plus each week. So Well, not right now. But, but, I mean, but, but when I started, we were doing like 15 to 17. Now, yeah. we're, yesterday, we did 40, and we're. Okay. I, want, I want to get up to that point for sure. Okay. All right. Once again, this is at Rollins College, and you can go to 1millioncups.com slash Orlando mm-hmm. if you want to get involved, as Rupert Megnot is talking about. And uh, you can find him on Facebook at his page at Rupert Megnot on Facebook, M-E-G-H-N-O-T. And his website for his business is burnoutgameventures.com, which we're going to have to venture into after this break that we're coming up on here. Okay. That was Sounds very good. clever right. there, how All you right. did that. Right. I'm on a roll now. Let's keep <laughs> oh, it going. Man. All right. And don't forget, you can like uh, Score on Facebook, too, at Score Orlando on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, Right? And at the website, scoreorlando.org, not only can you find out what Score's doing as far as seminars and that sort of thing, but you can also find the archive for these shows. These shows, correct. Right. Yeah. That's right. Which they're, We're probably coming up on about 100 of these things right now. Two right? and a half years, man. Yeah, how about that? All right, all of that is at scoreorlando.org. Okay, when we come back, we're going to find out what in the world is Burnout Game Ventures and how Rupert Megnot got into it. And... Uh, We'll be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show, and I'm here today once again with Rich Jekyll of Score. And our guest is Rupert Magnot. And his business is called BurnoutGameVentures.com. Before we get actually into that, Rich, you said yeah, you wanted to ask yeah, him about said something. We were talking about SBDC, one of the service providers over at NEC. Mm-hmm. Can you describe them and what you did for them? And once again, what is NEC? Uh, NEC National is an, Entrepreneur Center. Oh, right. Duh. And uh, <laughs> the um, SBDC is a small business development center. 
and it was originally funded by the Small Business Administration. Right, SBA. And uh, back in the, the mid-90s when I was doing my uh, virtual entrepreneur business, the uh, doing consulting and so forth, they asked me to teach a class on business planning. So yeah. I, t- I taught a class on business planning on Saturdays at the... Uh, uh, at the Creality Art Center back in Winter Park. Oh yeah, back that was the, before we all had a home. home. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So the, in fact, I have a I have a certificate that somebody told me it was, it was dated February twenty fifth, nineteen ninety five. Was the the first certified business analyst in the state of Florida. I was like. Okay, well that's cool for SBDC for SBDC. Right. Yeah, yeah. I don't okay. think they. I don't know if they give those out anymore, but. All right. Yeah. Well, cool. so I see. Uh, I see here, and uh, got a little bio on you that you have gravitated for toward game simulation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why was that? Was that just sort of a natural thing? That's where the opportunities were. Money. The, uh, yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, the it, in my simulation business, I was in the entertainment field and location-based entertainment and arcades and family entertainment centers and such and. So we had to. You mean helping uh, develop the games that were there? Well, the simu- no, the simulators that we were building. I you know, see. They were full motion simulation electromechanical systems. You two seats, you climb in, and the whole thing moves and all I that gotcha. in all front right. of a big screen. And okay. uh, so I did. I had relationships with companies like uh, Hasbro Interactive and Infograms mm. and so forth. And mm-hmm. plus, we had to develop our own content. Yeah. So um, I was. I applied for a job at uh, Full Sail University, and then the the person who who interviewed me said you're not you're you're not good for this job but she recommended me to another one and the next thing you know I'm teaching project management for to aspiring game uh, producers Gamers. At, at full sales game design wow. master's degree program for 6 years wow. and the, the former students of which are now managing a couple billion dollars in game ip wow and so I was really um, I was really impressed with the quality of the students and that they were granted they were master's degree students but some of them were 18 19 years old and they had the drive the drive they had that look in their eye you know that that they that, that they they will they will climb any mountain and yeah. swim any ocean to create right. a game and so they can show their friends hey i made this game right or even better to work on their favorite game for the company that made the game so um I back in March of uh, 2014, I uh, had just participated in the Global Game Jam, which just finished up uh, this last weekend. Global Game Jam. What is that? Yeah, the Global Game Jam was started by a group of people, and uh, one of the people that started it was Susan Gold, who was uh, one of my cohorts at at Full Sail. And uh, so this last year, what forty thousand people from around the world got together and and play and create games from scratch. For 48 hours straight so they start at 5 p.m on friday and they they don't stop until 5 p.m on sunday oh my god and who the, gets the rights for these and things? Uh, it's 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 just done the people who create the games own the rights to it wow. and uh um so uh, orlando had somebody told me 455 people which is one of the largest contingents yeah in the world consistently um and this was held at dave's school and at full sale this year and um, so they physically went there for 24 hours yeah, straight, 48 hours, 48. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you they, guys they, don't sleep. Do they you? get their, they get their sleeping bags and they put oh, them underneath oh, the table yeah. and they, right, they right. sleep, they take there. a little nap and get right back up at it. That's I mean, right. They got That's the right. adrenaline, you know, pumping. Yeah. And it's amazing what you can do in 48 hours. I mean, one of my teams basically 
uh, and uh, what we did is we created a VR game, but what we did is we took four different VR devices and integrated VR? Virtual, virtual reality, reality. devices like right. uh, the Oculus and, and, right. and a few other uh, devices, and we integrated them seamlessly into one system and then created a game and played that game using those four different things in one 40-hour period. Yeah. See, now this, this is something that somebody would make a movie about where you, you know a bunch of people get together and do this and, and unintentionally create some sort of uh, disastrous situation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As long as they don't get too much TV here. As long as, they don't get, as long as they don't get Don Rickles to play me, I'm all right. <laughs> They're creating a sci-fi game, but it comes reality yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. virtual it. reality becomes reality uh-huh. um, and and so uh, I, I managed a, a team of 52 people that that weekend and um, and then one of the we st- we got national or an international uh, recognition, recognition. For, the, for the games that we did mm-hmm. and so I thought eh, there might be something to this and then I, I basically thought well since I was incubating so many companies and helping so many startups before maybe I should do that and st- stick with games and uh, so I, I raised my hand and said, who, you know, I asked my former students, of which there were about 350, and they I said, you know, who would come and work with me if I wanted to start a game company? And 266 emails later, I was like, oh, okay, no, I got this. Um, but I came up with a business model. The model is simply the, we're all entrepreneurs, so nobody gets paid until the game ships. And then we use good project management practices to create quality experiences as quickly as possible. And so right you now, mean internally speaking, yeah. And so right now we have uh, we have about a, we have 370 people in our talent pool, and uh, we've got 100 people, 102 people that are working on nine projects for six startups, and wow. uh, we've got 38 releases scheduled in the next 24 months. 38 new games. Uh, yeah. Hold on. We are speaking with Rupert Magnot, and his website is burnoutgameventures.com. He is local. Here in Orlando, you can give him a call if you think that this is the sort of thing that you're up for, right? You got that burning desire? Sure. 407-448-0182, 407-448-0182. Do you just get ideas sometimes from people who can have no idea how to make it, but they, they got a great idea for a game? Does that does it ever yeah, work I, that I, way? I get hit up all the time. Um, I was going to say, the you, thing know, is, I got, you gotta go, anytime you go to a party, hey, Rupert! I got a great idea, man. We can make a million dollars. How much money you got in your wallet? Yeah, this is this is a game about skunks and vacuums. Yes, and like, right. oh, wait a minute here. Okay. Uh, well, you know, I'm in. I invest in these games, right. and and so they need to be able to pitch me, mm-hmm. and um, so they need to know. They need to be able to explain the game simply, uh, because Einstein said, if you can't explain it simply, then you don't know it well enough. Right. And uh, so it talks about the gameplay, how's it play, what's the interaction between the, the player and the game, um, uh, what is the art style, what does it look like. I mean, obviously Pac-Man looks a lot different from Call of Duty. Right. Uh, and uh, you have uh, uh, what's the shoestring budget, and then, and then show me a path to profitability. And then what we do is there's no out-of-pocket expense. I basically take care of everything. So if you need a new computer or you need software or software development kits or anything like that, that's what I do. And uh, so I've been doing this three years, <laughs> and uh, right now we're out. Right now we're looking for capital to get our first games uh, out the door. Uh, actually, we have one game that we did release, and um, to the gamers out there, it was reviewed by PewDiePie, who is the number one video gamer in the world with 50 million subscribers, and he favorably reviewed it. 
and then IGN, which is the number one uh, game media, one of the top game media uh, companies out there, they gave us an eight point one, which for an indie game is is, is is huge because yeah, they use the same criteria to judge our games as they do to three hundred million dollar games like Call of Duty. So uh, so when you get a get score like that, you know we're we're clicking the shame, the beer bottles yeah, together, um, and we just passed a hundred thousand downloads for that game. Wow. So, uh, but yeah, we've got 38 releases. Now, these are, these are about seven games that are, or, or uh, six games that are on multiple different platforms because you, you don't make, you make one game and you release it on PC, like Steam, for example, which is the largest digital distribution platform in the world. And, but that's the thing is, is if you want to release it on PlayStation for Xbox or on Xbox or anything yeah. like that, you have to create the game all over again using their code. Right. And, uh, uh, Holy cow! I thought the, there was just a bridge. No, you well there is. Well, it? there is. Well, the thing is, is uh, the the, the pri- two primary engines are uh, uh, Unreal and Unity, and they do have they do make it easier, a lot easier to be able to port, yeah. port your games yeah, over right. to these other things. But you still have a couple months of effort to holy cow, to, you know, oh. iron things yeah. out. Yeah. Um, so you know, and we're a publisher on all the major distribution platforms and so forth, and so we're going to be releasing our games on all these different platforms. Nice, and these are these guys are really amazingly talented, and uh, like we have major games, uh, developing multiple titles and different types of games. Uh, they, they did the first game, which was Bit Evolution, which is a it, it's a game that allows you to experience the history of video games in one game. So you start out as a pong puck, and then you go through four worlds. The one's Atari based, one's Game Game Boy based, oh one's Nintendo based, and the other one's Super <laughs> Nintendo based. Holy all in cow. one, all in one game. History. So it's, it's great for kids that are new to video games, and you know, if parents parents don't don't a lot of parents don't realize this, but many many studies show that playing games are actually beneficial for cognitive ability, for eye hand coordination, and things like oh, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the military is digging it. Um, all, all the Fortune 500 companies have yeah. used games for recruiting and talent. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, what parent wouldn't want to know that the average compensation in the industry is ninety five thousand dollars. Average zippity doo dah. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, once again, we are speaking with Rupert Magnot. You spell his last name M-E-G-H-N-O-T if you'd like to visit him on Facebook. And his website is burnoutgameventures.com. And his his business is games, but it's no game to be on in business oh, and be on the radio. <laughs> I'm getting a burnout. Uh, I'm trying to weave it together here. But it, it all, in all seriousness, uh, radio is you know a lot of people think it's old-fashioned or yesterday or whatever and it is still one of the most effective ways to communicate with the mass population and did you know that every week 94 percent of americans listen to the radio at some point in that week i did not know that now that doesn't Ollie. mean they're listening to this type of program right they may be listening to rock and roll or yep. country music or christian broadcasting but they're listening to yep. the radio and the radio is or still talk shows. The radio is still the most uh, listened to format for people seeking their first blush of the news. Blush, no less. Exactly. Usually in the automobiles. <laughs> wow. But that's what's great about radio. It is a really personal form of communication. And if you'd like to find out a way to get your message out to the people that you want to hear it, pretty much one on one, except thousands at a time. 
Bill Files is the man to talk to. He is the program. I'm sorry. He is the station manager here at Salem Media Group. Bill has been in the radio business all his life. He really knows his way around, and he'd like to show you the way around radio. 407-618-1760 is Bill Files' phone number. That's 407-618-1760. Give him a call and give him a chance to get your message out to the people you want to hear it. Yeah, you think when as drive time increases that radio is going to increase because of the listeners, because they have a tendency... To listen during drive time, don't Indeed they? Indeed they do. But we got to take a break. We do. We'll be right back Okay. more of What's the Score. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score. Christopher Hart here along with Rich Jekyll. And today's guest once again is Rupert Megnot. And you can find him on Facebook, Rupert Megnot, spelled M-E-G-H-N-O-T. And his website is burnoutgameventures.com. He is local. His phone number is 407-448-0182. And uh, he's also the, the man behind the One Million Cups program over at Rollins College. And uh, you can find them at onemillioncups.com slash Orlando yep. or One Million Cups Orlando on Facebook. Mm-hmm. That's how we got... Uh, um Connected. Set up, yeah, yeah, connected was through One Million Cups because okay. we attend it every week. All right. And uh, in, in his business is burnoutgameventures.com. Why burnout? Because I'm a car nut. Okay. Oh, all right. I get you now burning what? out. All and we right. make games with horsepower, right? Uh, I like that. I like that connection. Oh, you know? my God. Or well, zero to sales in six months or less. Yeah, yeah. You, don't hear, you don't hear that word, that that. I thought it was burnout like mental burnout. Of, yeah, oh, no. that's what jumps into your mind yeah, now. that's no fun. Jumped yeah, into my that's mind. Right. That's right. Yeah, no man, fun. we used to love to burn out. I mean, you don't look like a burnout. See, look, look, there's the spinning D-pad, and it's peeling out, and there's the smoke. Oh, and oh I got oh, you. Boy. Yeah, I okay. got you Yes, sir. That's right. Um, actually, Apopka used to be the like the hub of racing. auto racing right yep. here in mm-hmm. Central Florida. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, anyway, Burnout Game Ventures. And you were telling us, uh, well, first of all, I, I saw another thing here I wanted to ask you about uh, mm-hmm. in your bio. And um, you want to make uh, Central Florida the the engine, as you put it, of global the glo- global game industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are we at right now? <laughs> well, we're not, the, we're not near that right now. But Who we, is? Well, we are a world center. Is there a, a, an engine? Who's the top dog right now? California. It's, it's hard to say. Um, L.A. is very big. San Francisco, yep. uh, Seattle, Vancouver, Austin. See, now uh, I expected you maybe to say uh, Silicon Valley, Tokyo, no, or, uh, oh, Singapore. Really? Well, they or are like they that. are a center, but the thing is, is is uh, all all the AAA, the big studios, EA, Ubisoft, Activision. So we're the so number forth. one. The, They're this all the U.S. Here. right here, right? Pretty much. Ah, all right. The yeah. thing is, is what makes, makes America us, great again? Yeah. Well, what makes Orlando so great is that. Um, the, we have, within 25 miles of where we're sitting right now, there's 15 post-secondary educational institutions offering more than 50 game-related curricula programs. That's like 10,000 oh students. 10,000 college students are graduating every year from this area, and then they're going elsewhere. Like for what, There's what the I, demand for that many? Oh, yeah. And so the, there's about 350,000 people in the world that are making games right now. And you see that and, number increasing? Oh, yes. Are you kidding me? Why, why do you say that way? Uh, well, well, think of it this way. Uh, right now, only the, the, the top companies in the world are using games for things like recruitment and talent. 
search and, and training. Drones. But, uh, but the thing is, is the military is big into yeah. getting big into it. And uh, if you look, we're the 28th in the world in education. And you look at all the different things that the other 27 are doing. And one of those things consistently is games in the classroom. Okay, so so if we can get into education in the classroom here, mm-hmm. then it's going to go from a hundred billion dollars a year, which is bigger than film and TV combined. I see, uh, and it's been growing at ten percent. So using it as educational tools mm-hmm. from kindergarten or pre K all right up. on up through industry. Sure, when you get sure. a job. Mm-hmm. And so there's, it's wide open. Oh my God! Because so, when the you teach your curriculum, when you, it's going to have to be right. Mm-hmm. Because, but when you think, at least me, when I hear the word games, I think of somebody you know, right? You know, gamer like Jeff, right. exactly. Mm-hmm. But but what you're saying is is is, is going to be much more sophisticated than that, and we're going to find it in all aspects of our life, uh, evidently. Yeah, and and you know, we're developing. Um, we're not personally developing things, but the game industry is developing things for uh, disadvantaged children and, and people with uh, with disabilities and so forth uh, to help them uh, better acclimate to, to life and so forth and social interaction and whatnot. And uh, there, there's just it's just we're only limited by our imagination. And so Orlando has the infrastructure more so than anybody else that I know of. So, and um, like the other day, I was talking to one of my students who who's. He handles all the uh, the games for Amazon. Uh, he's he's a he handles. He he he's the the, the testing uh, director. Oh really? For all the games, he screens all the right, games. Right, right. Okay. And um and and you know he's he's you know they're always telling me that they're they're bringing people up from Orlando, and uh, you know I had another guy that I was ta- another f- former student who's a big producer in, in in L.A. or San Francisco, and I'm like, well, don't you miss it? He's like, why? And I said, I said, don't you miss Orlando? And he says, why? All my friends are here. I'm like, what? I mean, what are you talking about? And he stood there. up yeah. and he said, oh, here's Jose and there's John and there's Chris and there's, and he, and he listed nine people. And, and I'm like, wait a minute here. Six figure salaries too. Yeah. Bit, right? So yeah. that's a million dollars in and economic development that we lost. Right. Yep. right? went there. Right. So, and, and our legislature's not co- cooperating uh, with, with regard to helping people that may change. start businesses. Uh, so yeah, we're losing the film industry, digital media, games. We're losing so many, yep. so much opportunity uh, but, to other states. But for some young person coming up, uh, wondering what they maybe they want to do with their life, mm-hmm. you know, the old movie, The Graduate, the, 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 the advice was <laughs> plastics, boy, plastics. <laughs> now it's games. It's, it's games. Game, yeah. Gaming technology for sure. Gaming yeah. technology. How about that? It's but, it's one of the most STEM intensive uh, industries that I know of. What do you mean by that? STEM is, stands for um, uh, science, technology, engineering, and math, uh-huh. and these are the four areas that you know the government and other other organizations have been really pushing. I add A in there because STEAM for the arts, you know, because because uh, we can't mm. can't uh, can't forget the arts. Yeah, and uh, mm. so a lot of schools are doing STEAM and STEM related programs. Uh, the Orlando Science Center has an uh, an operation an, an event once a year called Otronicon. And we just had it uh, a couple weekends ago. Otronicon. Otronicon. Yeah. And what is this now again? And Otronicon is a celebration of STEM-based interactive digital media. And so we have Lockheed Martin there. STEM is science, technology, Edu- engineering, engineering, and math. math. Yeah. Okay. 
And so we had... And you uh, added arts to that. Yeah. For the brainiacs, not yeah. for us. And, well, yeah, we, had, we had... Speak for yourself. We had, <laughs> we had 15 and a half thousand people come through it's, there in four days. Is this open to the public? Yes, it's open to the public. And, but it uh, just happened, you said? Yeah, it just happened a couple weeks ago. Okay. And so now we're up. We are, we, to, this morning we started planning for next year. Okay. And uh, so we had 30, 32 local indie, independent game companies that were presented their, and demonstrated their games there. Lockheed Martin was there, Disney, Microsoft... Um, the military was there. UCF uh, was there, full mm-hmm. sale. So, and, and everybody brought their kids and, and just had a blast. And then we had mm. at night we have the Science Night Live, which is adults only. And so that was several thousand people and, and or a couple thousand people and and uh, you, you know that? playing all the stuff. We had a Da Vinci machine there. A Da Vinci machine is a two and a half million dollar robotic surgery device. And so you could get in there and you could climb into it and you can start manipulating things and using it. And that was amazing. Do a little Holy lobotomy cow. on Rich here. Right. <laughs> uh, I've way, already had that, we by were the speaking, way. It didn't work. We were speaking with Rupert Begnot. Rupert Megnot. And you spell his last name M-E-G-H-N-O-T. You can find him, him on Facebook. His uh, website is burnoutgameventures.com. Phone number 407-448-0182. And once again, he's a director, runs the program over there at the Million Cups. Is that fair to say? I'm a co-organizer. Co-organizer yeah. mm-hmm. for One Million Cups Orlando uh, on Facebook. That's the number one. One Million Cups Orlando on Facebook. Or if you want to go and participate in the One Million Cups as a you, you know, picture idea, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Go to one million cups dot com slash Orlando. Please do. And Rupert will get you uh, set up and uh, help you uh, sort of walk you through the process uh, to get you up in front of the crowd there. And you mentioned uh, is it uh, Otronicon? Otronicon. Otronicon. Yeah. And it's it's the largest uh, interactive digital media event in the South. Yeah. Okay. And then you also mentioned another one, Indynamicon. Indynamicon. Yeah. Indynamicon is a, is one of the largest uh, independent game development groups in the country, and um, uh, we meet the first Thursday of every month at the Melrose Center downtown at the library on on, on Central Avenue, and uh, we typically have between fifty and, and one hundred and fifty devs that show up, and we showcase a couple games. And they talk, you know, people present their games into, into the community, and we talk, and then we get to play them on the big screens and things like that, and give them feedback and so forth. Wow. And it's a lot of fun. And uh, uh, so there's there's quite a few different things that we can do uh, to help the independent game community. If you're interested yeah. in learning more about the careers and game development and so forth. You have you have to go to Indianomicon and, and meet the developers and ask them yourself and say, hey, "How are you guys getting the word out about this?" Uh, we're we're really not. <laughs> he's on the radio, on the Rich. Radio. Didn't you hear before? Uh, yeah. No, he's this is, once again this. Right. You're going to get people who say mm. they heard you on the radio. I guarantee you. Yeah. Um, Hope so. Indianomicon. How mm. can people get? Do they just walk in? The, yeah, yeah. It's the website. Free. Yeah. Do they, do they, is there a website for it, or is there? Yeah, the Indianomicon.com. And, how do you spell uh, Indianomicon? I N D I E N O M I C O N. Okay. I N D I E N O M I C O N. Indianomicon. Correct. And of course. Uh, it's at the library downtown. You mm-hmm. said which day? It's the first Thursday of every month, and at uh, at, uh, at six p.m. First Thursday every month at six p.m. The mm-hmm. library downtown, Indianomicon, yep. mm-hmm. and just 
you can ask them at the information desk. You're a gamer, yeah. yeah. If yeah. you're if you're a gamer or you want you're interested in, in looking into the game development, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we have we have developers that are 14 years old that are that are just creating just totally oh yeah amazing Unbelievable. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So you know, come over there and meet meet the rest of the guys and girls and and uh, you know share some ideas with you. And you never know if you're looking for a programmer, hey, you might meet somebody. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Once again, we've been speaking today with Rupert Megnot, and uh, he's got this business called BurnoutGameVentures.com. And, you know, there's somebody in your family who's into gamer, the game, man. And game this, developer, holy cow. Right, and this is a great industry for them to be in. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, don't laugh and don't discourage them, encourage them. There's money. Big time. And yep. uh, Rupert is, uh, once again, you can reach him at his phone number, 407-448-0182, 407-448-0182, burnoutgameventures.com. Just spell it all out, burnoutgameventures.com. And don't forget, he's a co-organizer of the One Million Cups program at Rollins College, which meets every Wednesday morning. Right. And you can find out more about that at onemillioncups.com slash Orlando or just One Million Cups uh, Orlando on Facebook. And it's the number one. You don't spell it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's our phone number? Our phone number is 407-420-4844, scoreorlando.org. And don't forget, you can like us on Facebook at yeah, Score man. Orlando. Love us, and, uh, and and don't forget to check out the Breakfast with a Leader program and sign up for that and, and take advantage of it. It is free, and you find out once again all about it at scoreorlando.org. Yeah, man, Rupert's I'm, been fascinating yeah. uh, talking with you. Thank today. you so much for having me here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I got a great idea for a game. I am literally, <laughs> I am literally burned out. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not. I hope you're not either, folks. Uh, once again, thanks for being with us. And yeah, tune in thanks, next Rupert. week for more of What's the Score? See ya. Yeah. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.